Hey everyone, my name is Yaro, and you're listening to the DIY Business Magic Podcast. Today we're talking about branding, about what it means, what it means for us, where we're feeling resistance, and how we can create brands that feel good and authentic, and that will communicate what we're all about to as many people as possible. So I want to talk about this because um, I get a lot of questions about what branding actually is, and I also feel that many of us rightfully so, um, or I would rather say, um, understandably, feel that branding is something that only big corporations do, and they do that to manipulate people into buying things they don't actually need. And I think there's a different way of thinking about branding and creating something that feels true and that is honest. And um, so I like to think about branding this way. I think it's a tool to communicate what something like a business or a person or a project is all about in a way that goes beyond words. And I think a nice thing to remember here is also that people are really have different learning styles. So I, for example, really, really enjoy visual learning. I find it much easier to remember things when I have a picture of them, when I can associate them with a certain color um, or a specific style. So it's just adding another layer to your message, which can be really meaningful. And I think good branding also helps people to recognize and remember you, which is something that's a valid desire for any small business owner, I think. So what, what I mean by that is that we know, for example, that on average people have to hear or see something, hear about it or see something about seven times before they can make a decision on whether or not they want to get involved or make a commitment or buy something. And those seven times, it will be really beneficial to kind of have this visual consistency um, when you're communicating or when other people are sharing about your work because it means it's easier for people to say oh yeah I heard about this person before I remember that and I meant to be looking them up and learn more about what they're offering so there's lots of good stuff um, that can be achieved with good branding and finally I also really think it saves us time and I'll talk about the practicalities of that specifically in a minute but I mean that when we are clear on what our branding is and what the kind of visual language is that we want to create, we'll have a much easier time to create things like email signatures and Instagram posts because we have decided on the direction that this is going. And of course, there's always room for play. It's Nothing is set in stone. It doesn't mean you create rules for the rest of your life on the kinds of colors you can use, but you just kind of have a good feeling for what you're trying to achieve. And you're not asking yourself these big questions of whether this is a good fit or not with any picture that you're choosing to use or not to use. So usually the foundation of a branding um, of branding is a style guide, and that can be as simple as just one PDF, uh, one one page, where you're kind of bringing together the color codes and fonts and the kinds of images or some examples of images and graphics that you want to be using. But it can also be a lot more. It can also be like a twenty-page document where you're detailing anything from 
the font size for your headings to the line height in your normal paragraphs to the different shades of specific colors that you want to be using. So how much detail you want here and how much energy you want to pour into this is totally up to you. But really for any business, I would think that a one-page style guide is incredibly helpful for you to um, yeah, have something to work from as you create graphics and all kinds of visual materials for your business. The tool that I love using to make these style guides is Canva because um, it's a browser-based free design tool that anyone can learn to use and um, yeah, it just makes it easier to kind of take it from there and create other stuff for yourself as well. I've run several free workshops on Canva and on my blog over at yarodigital.com I also have a post with a video introduction to the platform that should give you like a good starting point if you want something visual to look at as you make a start trying that platform. Canva also has a premium version that might be interested interesting for some of you. Um, I believe it costs $12.95 and US dollars that is. And it enables you to upload your own fonts and to set kind of the standard um, colors that you want to be using. So it makes graphic design a little bit quicker, but it's not a requirement. You can definitely also make a really good start with the free version. Now, if you currently don't have a clear idea of what on what would go on your style guide, here's a couple of ideas as to where you can start and gather ideas. So one of my favorite spots to just kind of get clear on ideas I have, things that I or the client might really like is Pinterest. And if you go on my own Pinterest profile, which I will link to in the show notes, you'll see that I have one board, for example, with um, more than 100 images um, with color palette inspiration and design ideas and then there's another board where I'm posting dozens of different fonts that I really like and if if there's anything in particular that you like you can open that graphic and follow the link and it'll, it will lead you to the source so for color palettes very often the source is design seats which is another website I want to share it's free and it's a huge database of color palettes that work together really well and I've, I've known many, so many people that really fell in love with some very specific colors over there. I also know a lot of people who got lost there and spent way more time than they had anticipated on that website. But either way, I'll link to that as well. It's really great and um, totally worth checking out. Um, and then another thing, that another tool I really love um, using for inspiration is creativemarket.com which is a big marketplace where you can buy things like fonts and graphics and images or pictures um, and watercolor backgrounds or all kinds of textures that you can make graphics with. So again, if you're feeling a bit lost and not sure where to start, that might be a great place to just look around and see what other people have done and then to bring that together in, on a mood board as first or as a collage. And that collage can happen on your own Pinterest account, you could make a Tumblr, or you can print stuff out and stick it into your journal. So whatever works best for you. But have a look at these different platforms and see what you like. And then bring these ideas together into one space where you can play and experiment and see how the different things relate to each other. And then possibly um, over time come to uh, a final product that you can then bring together in your canvas style guide and that you can refer to as you make future graphics um, yeah which which just makes everything so much easier 
Um, a few practical things. If you feel you have found the color of your dreams, <laughs> what you will need to do any web-related stuff is the hex code. And there's a different code that you'll need if you want to create any print products. So, for example, business cards. Um, and if you Google um, translate uh, hex codes to print codes, you will you receive different tools that can do that for you. So it's really pretty easy. And I would think that um, if you're if you're creating mainly web content, then focusing on the hex code to begin with is is probably sensible. I also want to say something around. Um, you know, what if you feel stuck? What if this feels like too big a decision right now to decide on the branding for your business? Really nothing is set in stone with that. So um, my branding for both my businesses has changed significantly over the years. So Daydream Rose, for example, in case you don't know it, that's uh, my second business. My main business is the one that you're listening to right now, um, which is called Yara Digital. And this podcast is DIY Business Magic. But Yara Digital is a web design and sustainable online marketing agency for small businesses. And it was something quite different in the beginning when I started it almost four years ago. Um, I had I had done quite a lot of web design for friends and family, but I hadn't really um, focused more all my energy into building a portfolio and really offering um, specific services to other people. So when I was starting, I wasn't totally clear on where this was going, and that was reflected in my branding. I used the green and the purple I am still using, but there was also an orange that I'm no longer in love with and I'm no longer using and so things have really shifted and changed over the years and sometimes that's been a huge amount of work and sometimes that was just making small tweaks and I guess I'm really lucky that I love this work and I love web design and I don't mind all the tech work that comes with that so for me it's never been a big issue to kind of make these small changes as things evolved but but I would say that as your brand grows and as you have more areas or products or kind of graphics that you would need to update if you change your mind, um, then of course it becomes more and more important to kind of really give that decision a little bit of time so that you're not changing uh, directions every three months or so. And if you're unsure about this, I think another really great step that you could take was to make a list of all the different um, spaces where you're creating um, visual material. So for me, for example, that would be, of course, the two websites that I have, my email signatures, my newsletter signatures, my social media channels, my social media banners, and my business cards. So I'm pretty clear. If I want to change my mind, these are the places I need to look at and update, and that's possible for me to do. Um, but you might not want to do that all the time. And so I think sitting with these uh, mood boards or these uh, collections of ideas that you're gathering really can be totally worth it. Um, and then finally, I would also advise that you get your friends involved in looking at your ideas and figuring out whether they feel authentic to you. So I know that along the line uh, or along the way, I had ideas that seemed great at the time, but they weren't really matching what I wanted to communicate and do in the world. So Daydream Rose, for example, in the beginning had a bright pink and a really intense orange and uh, I don't know, you know, I wanted to create this really earthy, beautiful, calm space 
where people can explore self-care and folk herbalism, which to be fair, I wasn't totally clear on in the beginning. I didn't realize that the podcast would grow so much. And I didn't realize, you know, that I would grow this into a business and teach a lot. Um, so again, that wasn't reflected in my branding. And I got other friends to tell me what they were thinking about the bright pink and the bright orange. And um, and I'm really glad that they were honest at the time. And so it didn't stick around very long. And I um, got to try something else. But yeah, so that was really useful to me. And I would recommend anyone who's kind of unsure to do the same and also to consider the cultural associations that we have with colors and fonts. So what I mean by that, for example, is that if you're choosing mainly shades like navy blue or gray or black in your branding, these are colors that we or many people typically associate with things like finance or banking or insurance companies. So there's an existing meaning to these colors and so yeah, that's just something that's really good to keep in mind. Um, and your own preferences, of course, are a really, really beautiful starting point. And at the end of the day, you're the person who has to love your branding, but it's good to also consider how other people might feel about it and what they might associate with those things that you communicate. Okay, I really hope that this has given you an understanding of branding and what it can be and how it can help you communicate your message and feel really good about your business. And I hope that you'll check some of the resources that I've shared out as well. Let me know if you have any questions at all and have a beautiful week. Bye.